This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, and welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. Today, I want to talk about your arousal being your responsibility. And before I jump into that, I want to give you a bit of context for why I want to talk about that. So I've been doing this work in one form or other for over 15 years, and I often hear from men that they need some kind of external stimulation to get aroused. They maybe need porn or they need to see someone that they find arousing, some kind of visual stimulation, and they believe that they they either need porn or a partner for them to get aroused. And to give it even more recent context, I joined TikTok, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, and made some videos about healing erection problems and wanting to last longer in bed problems, you know, in the way that I do, somatically and energetically and all of that. And a lot of guys are really quick to comment that, oh, you just need a younger woman or you just need a beautiful woman, not some someone that you don't find attractive or whatever. And the general feeling from these gentlemen were that it is up to the woman. It's your thoughts or feelings about the woman that you're with is what's going to help you get over your erection problems or help you to last longer bed. Side note, that's complete and utter rubbish. Sure, you might get turned on when you see your partner or a woman or, you know, someone that you find attractive. But if you are reliant on something or someone outside of you for your stimulation, for your arousal, you're in trouble and you're not exciting. You're not, (laughs) that's a problem. It's problematic. So it's okay if that's part of your arousal menu, let's say, but if that's the only way that you get aroused, you're in trouble. Because not only does that limit you from experiencing your own innate, juicy, sexy arousal that comes from within. It means that you come as a beggar to your erotic experiences. It means that you come in need of that person, that thing, the porn, you know, whatever it is, to get you aroused or to get you off. And then you're not in control of yourself and your arousal and your sexual energy. You come into your erotic experiences feeling like you lack something because there's something outside of you you need to get. And then the person you're with feels your sense of lack. And so when you come with lack, instead of juicy, abundance, you know, erotic overflow, then you both feel that. And maybe you don't feel it immediately in the moment, but there's a I don't know, there's like an underlying wave of energy of that that you'll be picking up. And that doesn't feel nice. You know, it's okay once in a while. It's not that we're supposed to be all perfect all the time and overflowing and juicy all the time. But 
We don't want to be needing that thing outside of us <laughs> to meet our own arousal, to meet our own joy and pleasure. If this is something that you recognize in yourself, if you recognize, hang on a minute, yeah, I do need outside stimulation, I do need porn, or I do need to see a woman that I feel attractive or something, I encourage you to explore and cultivate paths to your arousal that are innate, natural, and abundant to you. So that Sure, if you still want to use porn once in a while, go for it. If you, you know, a beautiful woman turns you on, that's great. But what other routes to your arousal are there? And here's some possibilities for you to explore with yourself. So have an open curiosity about what turns you on in a non-erotic way. What arouses your heart and soul? What brings you to life? So it could be things like eating certain food, listening to certain music, going dancing, walking in nature. It could be, you know, laughing with friends, sitting around a campfire. It could be exploring historic places, things that light you up non-erotically and explore those, be open to new things, give those things time and energy and fill yourself up with those things on a regular basis. Also, exploring your own body with different kinds of touch. So, for example, if you tend to masturbate or self-pleasure in a particular way, either because it's quick or you know it works or you've gotten used to it, it's become a habit or whatever, could you make some time, even half an hour a week, to try something different? Maybe you do something as simple as masturbating with a different hand, you know, not your your dominant hand, or trying different kinds of touch, giving yourself a massage, stroking your body, or try different kinds of sensation, you know, try scratching a part of your body or tickling a part of your body or nibbling a part of your body and see what different kinds of sensations you enjoy, which ones turn you on, which ones would you like more of, which ones would you like on different parts of your body. Which ones would feel good coming from someone else? But you've learned it because you've been exploring with your own body. Learning to breathe is another way to start to fill up your pleasure tanks <laughs> from the inside and also ways to expand your pleasure, last longer, get stronger erections is learning to use your breath. In fact, you may know this if you've listened to me before, but you can create all kinds of orgasms using breath, intention, and well, breath and intention, really. You can add in a bit of movement or a bit of sound, but breath and intention, and you can end up with toegasms and, and backgasms and laughtergasms and crygasms and foodgasms and all kinds of orgasms that aren't just genital, which expands your experience of pleasure and orgasmic energy and orgasmic joy so that you're not stuck in the same old rut of the same old kind of orgasm and having to get there the same old way. You're now expanding your potential for pleasure, your potential for where erotic energy is going to flow, which again starts to fill you up, make you more interested and more interesting in an erotic way. 
So other ways to explore this, moving your body, but moving again, I've said this before, with intention and with presence that might look like dancing, but actually you're moving your body and feeling into which part wants some attention or which part has something to release or which part wants to be sexy. You know, like we tend to move our hips to be sexy, which is great. And I really encourage you to do a lot of that. But also, what about your knees and what about your shoulders and what about your spine? Can you take your breath and your presence and your intention to those and move sexual energy into them and see how does it feel to fill those areas of your body up with arousal and presence? How does it make you feel? What moves through you? Another thing is to learn what I call making love with life itself. So, you know how it is to, to self-pleasure, to outside stimulation, you know, porn or fantasies in your head. You know maybe what it feels like to make love be sexual with a person who turns you on. But what about just life itself? And in fact, there's a whole chapter on that in um, the Sexual Alchemy Journal for Men, which I'll put a link to in the comments in the show notes. But you can learn how to make love with the stars and the trees and the planets. And it might sound airy-fairy and woo, but it's actually really visceral and amazing and erotic and beautiful. And I highly recommend it. If you can learn that kind of making love, then not only are you never lacking, you're full and overflowing and abundant, but you can bring that into your lovemaking with your partner and it's fucking ecstatic. It's just really gorgeous, really enriching and nourishing and it's hard to put into words. It's something you really need to experience for yourself. And then ultimately, can you live your life from your arousal rather than just accessing it for sex, just accessing it for, um, yeah, to, to either masturbate or use it for penetration with a partner. What about living from that place? What about living life with your arousal switched on and feeling that turn on in every moment so that you're never lacking it and you don't have to get it from outside of you, but you are living as it. Just for clarity, I want to you know, say here that there's this belief or misconception that once you're aroused, you have to get rid of it, that once you're horny or turned on, that then you need to wank it away or have sex or you know, penetrate and get rid of it, but you don't. You can move it throughout your whole body. You can use it for healing. You can use it to connect with nature. You can, you know, create things with it, cook with it, paint with it. The energy is creative life force energy, and it's yours to enjoy and revel and bask in and live from, you know, live from. Have it connected to your heart, and you do that with intention, and there's different kinds of breathing techniques you can learn. Have it connected to your heart. And then walk through your life with this arousal moving through your system. And it's a kind of arousal that doesn't need to get or take from outside of you, but that is giving off beautiful energy. It's giving off rich, nourishing, delicious energy. And then you become that magnetic person in your life. Wouldn't that be a much better way to 
engage and be with your sexual energy rather than needing something from outside you to switch it on and then wanting to get rid of it or extinguish it in some way. No. So just to summarize, I want to remind you that your sexual energy, your arousal, your turn on is your responsibility. If you are expecting your partner to look a certain way, do a certain thing, say a certain thing, then you are putting the responsibility into someone else's hands. And you know what? What if they can't meet your expectations all the time? Or what if they, you know, change their mind and leave? Or what if circumstances change? Then you are stuck. Whereas if you are cultivating your own roots to arousal that are nourishing to you, then you are never without, you're never in lack, and you're always juicy and abundant and overflowing and switched on and engaging in life in a really present, sexy, juicy, delicious way. And it's down to you. Isn't that great? Like nobody else can give you that or take it away from you. It's yours. You have it. You have your body and your energy system. You can learn about this stuff from me and other podcasts, or you can come and work with me. Or like I said before, that it's in the Sexual Alchemy Journal for Men. You can learn to cultivate this for yourself. And then, and I think I'm repeating myself now, but I'll finish the sentence. <laughs> and then when you come into your erotic encounters with your lovers, with your partners, you are coming as this sexy, gorgeous, full up, overflowing, abundant, rich, erotic possibility, which is just, it makes my mouth water just thinking about it. Yum, yum, yum. So if you want to find out more about all of the above, I'll put a link to the Sexual Alchemy Journal for men in the show notes. And you're always welcome to come and work with me online or in person, depending on where you are. Just email me at RebeccaLowry.com and tell me what you want to work on. It would be my absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, Sensual Self. The link is in the show notes below, wherever you are listening.